This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. We're confronted this morning with yet another image of a white police officer shooting an unarmed black man, this time in South Carolina, and this time with deadly results. Murder charges have been filed against the officer, and we're going to talk with Dr. Carl Taylor of Michigan State University, a sociologist there, about what this shows about this trend uh, in in the country and what needs to be done about it. Uh, We're going to get to that about 15 minutes from now. But first, a few weeks ago, Wayne County Executive Warren Evans came to see us the Free Press editorial board to talk to us about the county's fixed fiscal situation. After he left, I said it was like deja vu, the exact same issues outlined with the exact same urgency as former Detroit Mayor Dave Bing had done with the board back in early 2012. Unpaid pension liabilities, declining tax base with too little opportunity to expand or regrow, overspending in departments where cuts would do serious damage to critical services. The county's $50 million annual shortfall is snarled with a $5.4 billion unmet pension liability that could easily be the predicate for the same solution that befell Detroit, bankruptcy. But Evans, a former sheriff and Detroit police chief, says he can fix it without that kind of drastic action. He says if county officials work together and make smart but deep cuts, the county's finances can be salvaged. For several weeks now, he's been working with his team of advisors on a turnaround plan, and now he's ready to begin filling the community in on the way forward in a series of town hall-style meetings all over the county. Do you think Wayne County can avoid an emergency manager or bankruptcy? And what would you cut to reverse Wayne County's financial fortunes? Call us at 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019 with your thoughts. But first, I want to welcome County Executive Warren Evans to Detroit today. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you. So tell me, as I've pointed out in the open, uh, we, we discussed this uh, several weeks ago, and, and the situation you outlined was really eye-opening in terms of both the scale uh, and how long some of the problems had been going on. You have been huddled with your team coming up with a way to avoid bankruptcy or an emergency manager. Give me some of the highlights of the things that you think need to be done. Well, Stephen, let me give you the, the, the light lifting first. Um, uh, and, and that is, I mean, we, we've started from day one um, to just start limiting uh, our costs uh, and reduce that from, uh, you know, my appointees taking uh, less salary, uh, clearly, to uh, just recently reorganizing uh, some departments uh, so that we could continue to provide the level of services that, that people expect, but cut costs and get rid of redundancies. Uh, in some positions that that we didn't find uh, 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 significant uh, in providing the services. And so um, that's one aspect. The other is looking at all of the county's properties uh, throughout the county and looking at the utilization rate uh, of those properties. Uh, It's it's very, very clear that some of those properties should be sold. It's, It's crystal clear that most are underutilized, uh, but we're paying operating expenses and repairing facilities that are, in some instances, half full, uh, even 
the Guardian building, which is a beautiful building uh, where we're headquarters, has a 25% vacancy rate. I mean, those things have to be fixed uh, in, in order to go forward. Right. Uh, I mean, there, run. there was some low-hanging fruit, stuff that, that, yeah, that uh, no-brainer stuff that you could do that would tighten up the budget a little bit. But, but that doesn't get you that far with $50 million, right? Well, it'll get us 15 uh, maybe, but it's not the heavy lifting. The heavy lifting is negotiations that will begin very, very soon uh, with the stakeholders, uh, stakeholders being uh, well, the unions in Wayne County and, and non-union employees. Uh, if you look at the deficit, it's very, very clear that uh, much of the deficit is in health care uh, and much of the deficit uh, is in the underfunded uh, pension liabilities. So uh, it's not going to take a rocket scientist to figure out where the pairing has to has to occur, and we've been working uh, diligently on a deficit elimination plan uh, that we're that we're tweaking, but is you know 95 percent done. Uh, that's going to uh, involve reductions in retiree health care, uh, in uh, current employee health care to the extent we're able to do that, uh, and uh, in the pension multipliers and other uh, what I think are ridiculous things that have occurred over the years um, to enhance pensions ridiculously way past um, the actuarial ability uh, to fund them. Uh, and that's where the heavy lifting is going to occur. And, and those uh, are things that you're going to have to negotiate with the unions, correct? You can't impose well, those things. Well, some, yes. Yes and no. I mean, I, I, I can see the possibility uh, of a consent agreement if we can't negotiate uh, these. But, I mean, I have either the blessing or the curse, depending on how you look at it, of having 11 collective bargaining agreements that have expired. And so uh, through those negotiations, we hope to be able to get much closer to our target. Uh, There are a couple collective bargaining agreements that – uh, have language in them that doesn't allow for some modifications uh, without a consent agreement uh, or an emergency manager. And, you know, we, we may need to uh, at some point look at a consent agreement, but I'm hoping that we don't. But we clearly, uh, I can see light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, is it going to be painful? Yeah, it's going to be painful. Can we continue to provide services to Wayne County residents in a reasonable way? Yes, we can. Uh, can we survive this and get to better times uh, when hopefully we can uh, put most of this behind us? I think we can, uh, and we can do it without an emergency manager or bankruptcy if we have a team approach to it. The good thing so far, Stephen, is people are pretty comfortable with an understanding of how deep the hole is. Obviously, the climbing out of it, is where the strong negotiation comes in place. And so but I'm optimistic. And so what you're talking about is is renegotiation that would affect employees in the county, affect their benefits, uh, their 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 pension, uh, their retirement uh, packages. Are there are there other kinds of things? I mean, are you spreading this this sacrifice uh, among among more people than just unionized employees? Absolutely. Um, non-union employees, I mean, we've already started uh, when I came in with some of the, the changes to, uh, to appointed staff, and, and that will uh, follow suit uh, as we go through. This has to be a shared sacrifice, and unfortunately there will be some county retirees who will see different changes uh, in their uh, health care uh, and medical benefits. I mean, they're not going to lose them, and we're going to do what we can to make them as uh, 
as whole as we can and protect folks. I mean, at the end of the day, the county is about people, you know, people providing services to other people. And, and we get it and we understand that. But we also understand that protecting pensions uh, is as important to many people as some of the sacrifice that people are going to have to make. And with a, a pension fund that's 44% funded, we are, uh, without some significant uh, action going forward, going to be in a position where we will um, – People's pensions will be at risk, and we don't want that to ever happen. Right. This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. I'm talking with Wayne County Executive Warren Evans about his plans to avoid an emergency manager or bankruptcy, given the, the county's financial problems. If you have an idea about how he might do that, things you think the ca- county might stop doing, ways the county might save money, give us a call at 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. I'm going to go to the phones. John, on the east side, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Thank you for uh, the, the stimulating conversation. So I, I have an observation com- uh, uh, question. As as areas were developed, we had all different kinds of boundaries, and we still have all these different boundaries, township, county, city, and we have all these layers of government. And I'm just wondering, how do we get away from this? I mean, we have state police, county sheriffs, Detroit police, and then private security. And I, I just don't see how all these overlaps really um, are an advantage. Uh, thank you very much for that call. Uh, Warren, that's a that's a complaint I hear a lot uh, about how much government we have. And the question always is, well, what does all that government do? Tell me about the things that you think the county uh, delivers that are unique to, to county government uh, and, and, and why we ought to save that layer of government. Or maybe, you know, should we consider doing it differently? Well, first of all, let me preface it by saying I think he's 100% correct. I don't think there's any ducking around that issue that consolidation in any significant way would make a big financial difference, and it might even make service delivery more seamless, um, which, which we'd like to do. Uh, and the real answer to that is it's been avoided like the plague for a number of years for political reasons by folks who just don't want to see that happen. Um, economics can sometimes force those uh, political decisions to change, uh, but the reality is there have been duplications. But in many areas, for example, the sheriff, the, 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 the county uh, sheriff is responsible for running the jails, sure. providing uh, security in the courts, uh, and some other specific places. When Times were better. There were, you know, more patrol duties that uh, sometimes overlapped, sometimes worked harmoniously with other uh, other agencies. If you look outside to suburban police departments, you'll see many in tremendous financial distress right now. It's because, you know, they're trying to fund adequately a police force for a small geographic area when clearly uh, if there was uh, a consolidation or contracting as as many places do with a larger agency, uh, they would probably save money and have better service delivery. Uh, Warren, I want to ask you quickly about the other constitutional, or I should say elected offices in Wayne County, the prosecutor's office, the sheriff's office. Are you you asking those offices to to try to make the same kinds of cuts that that you're making? Well, 
to the extent I can, certainly in terms of operational costs and expenses. But the reality is uh, we're probably 100 uh, deputies short of where we need to be uh, to be able to adequately staff our jails uh, and not have people working so much overtime till they're functionally not doing a good job uh, and we're paying an exorbitant amount of overtime. And so, uh, and assistant prosecuting attorneys, uh, you know, I've said since day one that, you know, to me that's, uh, that's a, a significant priority that both of those offices have been uh, underfunded. And so obviously um, they're not going to suffer the same wrath um, that others wouldn't wrath is not the best word, but I can't think of good words for <laughs> right, most of this. Right. So, um, you know, because we have to enhance those are those are core it. services, and they have to be provided. And and to some extent, you have to find the money to provide those services at the level that we have, or perhaps even at a higher level. Absolutely, because I mean, one of the things that the caller uh, asked about, you know, in terms of the concerns of consolidation, remember. If a prosecutor's office is not adequate to prosecute cases, not only do you have duplication and additional costs in providing the police service, but the end game doesn't work because you don't have enough prosecutors to prosecute the cases that all these agencies are bringing. So, I mean, there really is a system here um, that has to work well, or not only are you paying more money at the front end, but you're also not getting the results that you're supposed to get at the back end. And that's just totally unacceptable uh, for a community that knows that its growth uh, is contingent in a large uh, degree upon people feeling safe and understanding that uh, uh, that their businesses and uh, their recreation and those things are going to be experiences that they can do safely. Okay. Let's quickly go d- down the list of meetings, uh, the town hall meetings that you're going to have uh, over the next month or so. The first one is Tuesday, April 14th at 6 p.m. at the Wayne County Community College District Eastern Campus. The next one's Thursday, April 16th at the same place, Wayne County Community College District but in the Downriver Campus. Uh, Tuesday, April 21st at the Wayne County Community College District Northwest Campus. And Thursday, April 23rd at Wayne County Community College District Western Campus. Uh, obviously, your, your hope here, Warren, is to, to sell to, to voters, uh, to, to the residents of Wayne County, the necessity of making these changes, right? Well, partially, but it partially is also a, absolutely Stephen, but also to to make sure that people are up to date on what we have been doing and been trying to do too. I mean, I, I it has worked well with the stakeholders. Uh, people want to understand what you're doing with their with their tax dollars, and and they want you to look them in the eye uh, and tell them what you have to tell them. I mean, they'll make their own decisions about credibility. Um, but uh, Dr. Ivory at Wayne County Community College, for example, has been great in this because he's he's volunteered at no cost to the county his facilities for us to be able to do that. I mean, we could have put on a grandiose uh, state of the county address and, you know, paid the costs that go with that to tell everybody um, how bad the situation is. Uh, But we think we need to hear from folks, and I think we need to do it in a way that's um, more personal. You know, people need to, to hear how deep the hole is and what steps we've taken to this point and as best we can, not to impede the negotiations, what our attempts are going forward right. and what our goals are in those attempts, because it certainly is to reduce cost. 
but it's also to protect county workers as best we can today and their pensions in the future. Okay. Wayne County Executive Warren Evans, thank you very much for being here, and good luck with the town halls. Stephen, thank you very much for having me.